Hey, Christina. Hey. Lovely to see you. Welcome to uh, Scott on the Beach in the lovely Yarra Valley. Thank you. What I'm an excited. awesome day. I know. I'm very pleased that there's no wind and no rain. Awesome. And no, no clouds. Now, are you celebrating something? Being alive. Being alive. Yes. I love it. Why not jump out of an airplane? That's right. Best reason yet. <laughs> okay, let's do it. From the Sea Method, my name is Christina Cantors, and this is Stand Out Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you communicate with confidence and clarity so you can get what you want in business and in life. To subscribe to the show and download the back catalogue, go to thecmethod.com slash podcast. Yes, folks, welcome to episode 37, the one where I jump out of a plane. Why am I sharing this story? Well, for me and for many people, skydiving is one of those things that is way out of your comfort zone. I mean, trusting your life with a complete stranger wearing a backpack is not something we've been conditioned to do, right? It's a pretty bloody scary thing to do. So after my skydive experience last week, I was inspired to create an episode all about getting outside your comfort zone. Now, you may actually be new to the podcast, and if so, welcome. I appreciate you listening. And if it is your first time here with me, know that even though my main thing that I do is helping people with public speaking and communication skills, I like to do things a bit differently with the way that I teach, especially here on the podcast. Now, I believe that to be more confident at speaking to groups, in job, in job interviews, in social situations, etc., you need to get comfortable getting outside your comfort zone. Tim Ferriss says, a person's success will be determined by the number of uncomfortable conversations he or she is willing to have. And it doesn't have to be an uncomfortable conversation. It can also be an uncomfortable experience. And why is this important? Well, so many of us live in our comfort bubbles. And the thing is, if you spend too much time there, when it comes to doing something really uncomfortable, like speaking in public or asking for a raise or whatever it is, it's terrifying because it's new and you don't know how to handle it. But if you're doing little things on a regular basis that get you uncomfortable, you, you learn and you realize that it's actually not that bad and it's not that painful. And you slowly build the confidence to do bigger, scarier things. And before you know it, you're achieving things that you never thought possible. Does that make sense? Now, as I like to lead by example, I myself do things outside my comfort zone and I document them here on the podcast to show you that, yes, it is possible. And if I can do it, I'm just a normal human being. So can you. So, for example, episode 16 is the story of how I went busking, that is street performing, with my ukulele in Melbourne. That was terrifying. In episode 11, you'll hear my first and only stand-up comedy gig that I did at an open mic night in New York City. I was so scared, I nearly wet myself. And in episode 8, I share an embarrassing story of rejection, which was very difficult for me to share, but I did it for you, dear listener. I did it for you. It's all for your education and entertainment, of course. <laughs> so that's one theme of the podcast, getting out of your comfort zone. And in keeping with that theme, today I'm going to share with you the story of my skydive experience, and then I'll give you 21 ways that you can get out of your comfort zone without having to jump out of a plane. 
Now, if you want to enjoy social situations instead of feeling awkward, if you want to stand out at work, get the attention of a potential client, or ask for a promotion, pitch your business, ask someone out, whatever that big scary thing is that you want to do, know that you can build up your confidence by doing smaller things to challenge yourself. Doesn't have to be huge. Just start somewhere. And that's what these 21 things are all about. Before we get to that, however, I just want to say a massive congratulations to the RMIT students I've been coaching. They were applying for an interest-free loan for their new business, and I was helping them to create a solid, convincing, and confidently delivered pitch. Now, pitching their businesses to the RMIT board was definitely out of their comfort zones, and as I was in the board meeting, I can say that they all did an amazing job and they all got approved for their loans. So well done, ladies. I'm so proud of you. You did an amazing job. Well done. Okay, moving on. Want to know what it's like to tumble out of a plane 10,000 feet above the ground? You're about to find out. The skydive took place in the Yarra Valley a beautiful wine region about an hour east of downtown Melbourne. After a safety briefing and getting harnessed up, I met my dive instructor. His name was Smed. Hey, Christina, hey. lovely to see you. Welcome to uh, Scott on the Beach in the lovely Yarra Valley. Thank you. What I'm an excited. awesome day. I know, I know. I'm Look. very pleased. All the audio you're hearing was recorded with a GoPro that Smeds had strapped to his wrist. So uh, you're jumping with Smeds. That's me, so look after me and I'll look after you. Okay, will do. Good stuff. I trust you. Do you trust Thank me? You. Yes, I do. We have <laughs> okay, to. Great. Bye. Bye. We got into what must have been the smallest okay. plane in the world. Hop in first. No, you hop in first. Didn't you get there? There were no seats. We sat on the floor in between each other's legs. There were two other guys jumping too. So with their instructors plus the pilot, there were seven of us in the plane. And we were squished. <laughs> it took about 20 minutes to get to 10,000 feet. Was I nervous? Slightly. I asked Smeds how many jumps he's done, and he said about 9,000. He'd been doing it for 32 years, which is incredible. Now, while his vast experience did make me feel more comfortable, I couldn't help but have that tiny little thought of, yeah, I know you've done this millions of times, but what if this time just happens to be that one time the chute just doesn't open? Just what if? Just that one time. I gotta say, it's not often you find yourself contemplating your own mortality. And I actually started to think, damn, I should have at least given someone the logins to my websites. Which seems so ridiculous now, right? I didn't forget about the important stuff though. I wanna say bye to all my friends and um, I love you guys. <laughs> anyway, Smeds and I were the first of the pairs to jump. He harnessed himself to me and we scooted over to the door on, on our bums. The door opened, and this happened. Yes, the wind was deafening. We were perched on the edge, and I looked down and tried not to think about what was about to happen. Luckily, I didn't have much time to not think. Smeds shouted, let's go, and he leaned forward and tipped us both out of the plane. We tumbled around a couple of times before levelling out, and for the next 30 seconds, we plummeted towards the earth. 
To be honest, I didn't feel like I was falling. I just felt a lot of pressure on my chest from the wind. Before I knew it, Smeds had pulled the cord and we came to what felt like a halt. Yeah, I was a bit excited. Once my brain had actually registered what was going on, the fear actually hit me again. There's something very unnerving about being so high up with nothing holding you up but a piece of string and a cloth, right? Think about it. You're just dangling there. And we hadn't even started yet. Smeds got me to hold the steering cords, and as I pulled down hard on one side, we launched into what is known as a death spiral. Push the right one a bit to head that way, on your own. Push, very heavy parachute, now arms up. Get on your own, beautiful. Woohoo! <laughs> and you spin round and round really, really fast. That was scary. Anyway, it took us about four and a half minutes to float down to the ground and I nailed my landing position where you have to pull your legs up so that you land on your bottom. Ah! Ah! Yeah! Woo! Woo! Congratulations! Oh, yeah! Thanks, Ed. <laughs> we got out, we got that was out. Amazing! Thank well you. Well done. Oh, thanks Woo! for jumping with Skydive the Beach. Hey. Woo! Cheers. Thank See you again you. in the air, all right? <laughs> So, what's my skydiving verdict? Um, amazing. Big, big thanks to Skydive the Beach and Beyond for being excellent and helpful and making the whole experience easy and super enjoyable. If you're wondering, yes, there is a video. If you want to see it, it will be in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash comfort zone. Now, if you've never jumped out of a plane before, it is one of those things you should do, at least once in your life, in my opinion. If anything, you'll learn a lot about how you handle fear. For me, was it the scariest thing I've ever done? I say actually no. In terms of heart-pound heaviness, doing stand-up comedy was actually scarier. So I guess you could say that I'm like most people in that I fear the prospect of public ridicule that comes with public speaking, more than I fear the prospect of plummeting to my death, right? But anyway, if you're not quite feeling up to jumping out of a plane or doing stand-up, that's totally okay. Here are 21 other ways to get outside your comfort zone and challenge yourself to help you build the confidence to get out there and achieve things you once thought impossible. Number one, and these are in no particular order of difficulty, they're just came up with them as I wrote them down. Number one, look people in the eye when you speak to them. Make good eye contact. This is often uncomfortable for a lot of people. Number two, taking this to the next level, eyeball people in the street. This one I learned from Tim Ferriss. As you're walking down the street and someone's walking towards you, make sure that you look them in the eye. Not for too long, because otherwise they might think that you want to attack them, but just long enough. Just hold their gaze and see what happens. Number three, when you're waiting for someone and you're at a cafe or at a bar or a dinner, don't look at your phone. Avoid the temptation to do it. Just sit there. Don't look at your phone. Sit there and people watch. Try it. 
I dare you. Number four, instead of sending an email, give that person a call, or even better, walk over to them and talk to them face to face. The fifth way to get outside your comfort zone, ask the checkout chick at the supermarket how her day is, ask her, has it been busy? Or, you know, ask her how much longer on her shift she's got to go. You can also do this with receptionists and waiters, servers, bartenders, whatever. Just have a little chat. doesn't really matter what the question is or what they say. The point is that you're striking up a conversation that you wouldn't normally do, yeah? Number six, compliment a stranger. I shared a quick video about this the other day. I was walking along and this random girl goes, hey, I like your lipstick. I was like, wow, that that was really nice. And a friend told me once that she pulled up at the lights and wound down her window and yelled out to a girl, I love your outfit, who was standing on the side of the road. I think that's awesome. You make other people's days a lot brighter. So compliment a stranger. Number seven, try a new activity. Does your gym offer different classes? You know, try one that you haven't done before. I went to a hula hoop class once. That was fun. You could try a beginner's swing dance class. Swing dance is great. It's not too touchy-feely like Latin. They're very friendly. Maybe think about what you liked to do as a child. There's tons of, there's tons of classes being offered. I mean, if you live in a, in a city, it's usually pretty easy. If you're in Melbourne, Laneway Learning has really good classes on any topic that you want. So go check them out. Laneway Learning. Um, comfort challenge number eight. Oh, this is a group comfort challenge. Again, to do with your phones. When you're out at di- for dinner or lunch, get everyone to stack their phones in the middle of the table. Make it a no phone rule. So therefore, you're forced to talk to each other. And then some people like to play this game and say, whoever touches their phone first pays for everyone. So that's something you could do. Number nine, go to meetup.com, find a meetup that looks active and interests you. And this is the most important part, go to that meetup. Level one of this challenge is to go with a friend. Level two is to go by yourself. Yeah, go to a random meetup. The 10th way to get out of your comfort zone is to sign up for a physical challenge, like a fun run, Tough Mudder, a mini triathlon. Maybe your gym is running a health challenge or something. Sign up with a friend and that makes it easier and just get involved. Do a race or or something fun that you've never done before. Comfort zone challenge number 11. I love this one. Yell in public! And and, and good yelling, not abusive yelling. (laughs) The other day I was telling a friend a story and as I got to an exciting part, I yelled it out. It was something like, and then this happened and it was amazing. And then he started laughing and he said, I love that you're not afraid to yell in public. I do it and people think I'm weird. And I'd never thought about that before. So try this, yell something joyful. So if you're with a friend or your partner, yell something nice to them like, I love you or let's get food. I'm excited. Just make sure that the environment is appropriate, of course, so preferably don't do it in a library or at a funeral or in the elevator, yeah? Comfort zone challenge number 12. When you receive a phone call from someone you don't want to hear from, like your phone company or your dentist or your evil stepmother, right? Instead of being rude and unfriendly, be over-the-top friendly. 
say, thank you so much for calling. Oh my gosh. Uh, I had no idea my electricity bill was overdue. Thank you. Where are you based? India. Wow. I went to India a few years ago. It was so beautiful. I loved it. Without being patronizing, of course, like be, be genuine. I might have sounded a bit patronizing then. I honestly, I didn't mean to, <laughs> but being overly friendly to someone on the phone that you don't really want to talk to is counterintuitive, right? But do it and you'll actually feel better for it, as will they. Comfort zone challenge number 13. Ooh, this is a tricky one. Tell your crush you like them. Seriously, go for a walk with them or call them up or just get them on their own and say, Hey, so this may seem random and weird, but I just want to let you know that I have a mega crush on you. Now, hopefully, they'll be very flattered. And now you don't need to be awkward about it. Be prepared that they might say, thank you. Um, I don't really feel the same way. And if they do, you just go, okay, cool. I just wanted you to know. That's all, right? Things are as awkward as you make it. That's what I believe anyway. If you actually go through with this, I want to know. Please do tell me because because that's that's impressive. I actually had someone do it to me recently, like tell me that they had a crush on me, and I was so impressed by that. So that's inspired me to, to add it in here. Okay, comfort zone challenge number 14. If you're at a talk or a lecture or whatever, go and sit at the front. You know how most people just go and hide up the back? Don't do that. March down the front, sit in the first row or the second row or whatever, and, and just sit there and pay attention and just just do it, right? That's tough enough for a lot of people. Oh, and number 15 relates to that as well. This is the next level. Ask a question at that talk. It doesn't matter what it is. When they ask for questions, put your hand up and ask. That's That in itself is practice speaking in public, yeah? Okay, comfort zone challenge number 16. Get your friends together. I made this one up. I haven't actually done this before. But get your friends together and go out on the town in fancy dress. Pick a theme and rock out. I actually uh, I actually did a podcast episode about how uh, fancy dress parties are really, really fun and how they help build your confidence, which is really cool. Um, so you could try that with your friends. Just go out on the town, dress all crazy, and at least there's safety in numbers, right? You'll all look ridiculous together. And you'll get lots of, hopefully, good attention. Number 17, go to a Toastmasters meeting. Lots of people ask me about this. And, lots, I mean, lots of people have heard about Toastmasters and they want to try it, but they've never been. Now, the hardest part is going. So just... Google Toastmasters, find a club in your area, email them and say, can I come along as a guest? They'll most likely say yes and go along. And you can listen to my episode about Toastmasters if you want to learn more about that. Okay, we're getting to the tail end of this list. We're up to the 18th way that you can get out of your comfort zone is, oh, actually this one, this one I have to do myself. This is a comfort challenge for, for me. Go to a fancy dinner by yourself. I have a real problem with this. Um, I've never been to a nice restaurant by myself. I've never actually been to a movie by myself. So I don't know. I think it's to do with I'm afraid of people thinking that I'm weird or a loser or friendless or something like that. 
So that's something that I need to get over and do. So I'm going to be setting myself a challenge to go to a nice restaurant by myself. Scarier thing to do is to do it on a Friday or a Saturday night when everyone else is out with friends. Uh, anyway, I'll let you know how I go. Number 19. Okay, we've got three more to go. Number 19, start a blog. Now, it can be a simple Tumblr or a WordPress account. If you don't know how to do it, ask someone who's done it or check out one of the millions of tutorials online. Now, if you like to create stuff, you know, maybe it's sketches or photos or musings or poetry or whatever you want to rant about, whatever you're making, it doesn't have to be good and it doesn't even have to be for public viewing. You can actually just keep it private or post under an avatar. The important part is that you do it. The reason why I've built up a lot of confidence now and po- like and, and the fact that I'm able to post videos of myself, which honestly terrified me. Believe me, I I hated seeing myself on video. I'd think, am I that much of a dork in real life? Surely not. But anyway, I started a blog and after about six months of blogging, I, my confidence slowly built up and I was able to then start a podcast. And then after doing podcasting for a while, that built my confidence to make videos. See? Small steps. And before you know it, you've done something super cool that you never thought you'd be able to do before. The 20th way you can get out of your comfort zone, start a conversation with a stranger in a cafe or restaurant by simply asking them a question. I actually did this as I was writing this post. I got up to 19 and I was kind of stuck and there I was, I was in this cafe and there was a guy next to me on his phone, of course. Um, he appeared to be waiting for someone and even I found that kind of difficult to strike up a conversation, but I, I worked up the courage and I said, um, excuse me, I'm writing a blog post about how to get out of your comfort zone and, and I'm, I'm kind of out of ideas. Do you have any suggestions for me? And guess what he said? He said, well, first thing that comes to mind is jumping out of a plane. <laughs> I was like, oh, no kidding. All right. And then he said, the next scariest thing to that is probably quitting your job and starting a startup. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting because I quit my job to start my own thing. And from there, we actually ended up having a really great conversation. So number 21 in this list is courtesy of Alex, who is one of the founders of Energy for the People, which you can find at energyforthepeople.com.au. Thank you, Alex, for helping me out and having a, and having a chat with me. So number 21 is quit your job and start a startup. Now it is slightly more involved than some of the other suggestions I've given you, but hey, at least it's not as scary as jumping out of a plane. So there you go, 21 ways that you can get outside your comfort zone. I hope I've given you sufficient inspiration to dip your toe outside your comfort bubble. And remember, I know I keep repeating myself, but the more comfortable you get with doing this, the more confidence you will build and the easier it gets. And all you have to do now is something. Just do something. Like they say, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. So as we wrap up this episode, I just want to know what is one thing that you're going to do 
or maybe you've already done it, to get outside of your comfort zone. Leave a comment in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash comfort zone. And I'll also put this list of 21 things in the blog post if you've forgotten what they are and you want to refer back to them. So jump jump on the thecmethod.com slash comfort zone. Or if you don't want everyone to see what your comfort challenge is, feel free to email me. I'm cc at thecmethod.com. Pretty easy. Or you can tweet me. Well, that's still public. Okay. You want to make it public? You can tweet me at CJ Canters. And that wraps up episode 37. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate you listening and I really hope that you got something out of this episode. If you've done some of these challenges and you want a further challenge, one thing you can do is to jump on my 21-day confidence building course. That's going to help you talk about yourself and explain what you do and just be more comfortable and more confident in social situations. So jump on that. It's at freeconfidencecourse.com or you can also sign up at The C Method. I hope you have a fabulous week. Take care and I will see you next week for another episode. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs> was your favourite part? No, no, no. Oh, definitely the, definitely the, that instant, that, that half second when you just skip yep, yep. over and then as soon as you pulled the shoe and it was just like, whoa. Over. Yeah, that was, that was, that was awesome because like from there, what you, like, to be hanging there at such a height is really scary. Nice work!